Hey, InterVarsity alumni. This is After Four, your podcast for navigating life after graduation. This is both an exciting and potentially tricky transition that you're making, and you might feel a little unsure about the coming weeks and months. We're here to provide you with expert advice, practical skills, and plenty of encouragement as you learn how to keep saying yes to Jesus in your new context. This is After Four, and this podcast is for you, alumni. What's up, alumni? Welcome to After Four, your podcast for navigating life after graduation. I'm your host and guide, John Steele. This week, we are continuing our series of conversations around the relational transitions that you're likely to experience after graduation. The last couple weeks, we've been talking about friendships ending well on campus and making friends after graduation. Over the next few weeks, we're shifting our focus to another set of really important relationships, your parents. We really haven't talked about this relationship yet on After Four, so we're going to give it a pretty serious look. This week and next, we're going to talk specifically about relating to your parents if you're moving back in with them after graduation. After that, we'll have another episode talking about relating to your parents if you're moving further away from home. But for this week... Moving in with parents after graduation. It could be for a short time. It could be for a long time. Maybe that's been the plan all along, or maybe it's your last chance emergency backup plan. There are lots of potential factors at work here. Whatever your circumstances, we want to help you navigate that time well. And to help me explore this topic this week and next is Joe Thackwell. Joe is an InterVarsity staff whose role has him interacting and partnering with churches and parents all the time. And he has some really great insights on what it can look like to develop a healthy relationship with your parents if you're moving back in with them after graduation and how to develop not just on a parent-child level, but on a peer-to-peer level as well. All right, here's Joe. And this one's for you, alumni. Joe, welcome to the podcast. Hi, John. So good to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Excited to get to get to talk uh, together uh, as we continue our 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 series on relational change after graduation. I know that I'm I'm pulling you into a part of the conversation that is not your typical thing, but it's still like, you know, somewhat related. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But Joe, before we dive too far into any topics here, would you just take a minute to introduce yourself? Yeah, John. So I've been with InterVarsity staff for about 12 years. Um, I, before that, was a youth pastor coming out of seminary okay. for about five years. And I, I was a youth pa- pastor on purpose, I like to say. Uh, coming out of seminary, uh, really felt a call to uh, adolescents and young adults uh, in America coming out of Fuller Seminary. Um, yeah, and then I was recruited onto staff uh, by a friend from my college days. Uh, and uh, have been on staff for about 12 years. Um, I recently moved to Colorado Springs with my family, which is pretty cool. I actually grew up here until eighth grade. Um, But the 10, 11 years before that, we were in Pasadena, California, where my wife is from. uh, And we got to raise our boys there and then just did a big move as a family about about a year and a half ago. yeah, my wife and I have been married over 20 years, which is crazy to think at this point. That's awesome. Um, and our two boys are uh, in sixth grade and in 10th grade. So, um, 
when I was invited to consider a new role within our varsity, um, it was just a dream come true to, to be able to connect mm. back to high school students and youth ministries and also to parents. That's part of uh, my new role, which is, I think, part of why uh, we're having this conversation, right? Yes. Uh, parents, <laughs> engaging parents. Yeah. Which is yes. just a dream yes. come true to be in that space as I'm myself and um, going through that with my wife um, and just in those beginning stages of that college bound journey with uh, with my boys. Wow. Our whole podcast is about the idea of transition. And that's something that you and your family has experienced in a big way recently. You know yes, all about yes. transition. So I'm hopeful that there will be some some things that you've had some really unique experiences with in your different positions that will generalize really nicely to this transition that we're looking at. And uh and, and, and so we're, we're talking today in particular about relational transition with parents and what does it look like as we move out of graduation and how do we conduct a relationship with parents well? And in particular, we're looking at when we move back in because there will be people who are going to be moving back into their childhood home uh, or, or maybe they're just living in town near their parents in a way they didn't anticipate. There could be a number right, of things right. going on here. Uh, but how do we engage? Well, how do we navigate that relationship well with parents when we are moving back in after graduation? So, so there's a number of factors that come to my mind as we think about that. First, first of all, Joe, I wonder if you have any data for us of like, is this a? Are there any trends that are being identified with this, with this sort of transition back to home after graduation? Is this something that there's more of, less of? Like, what what are we learning in general about about this uh, this situation? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And yet there are some great statistics to look at. Um, they, they've actually paid attention to this for a long time. The okay. transition, oh, nice. <laughs> the transition of uh, leaving home is something that's age old, right? We see that in the Bible, yes. even. Um, and if we look at the graphs, if we look at the statistics in America over the last hundred years or so, let's say, it's really interesting to look at it in that long term view because we can see some points uh, on the on the on the graph that kind of are horizontal lines uh, from one okay. point in history to the next and. One of the more interesting ones for us to reflect on now in, in this moment in time is looking back to about 1930s during the Depression era, we saw about roughly 50% of young adults between the ages of 18 and 29 were living at home. Um, okay. And, and then if you fast forward to uh, the recent uh, pandemic, the height of the pandemic, we hit that that fifty percent mark again. Um, wow! And 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 if you look over time, it looks like our normal for uh, American young adulthood is about forty percent of young adults okay. living uh, at home. Um, and you know, I think we maybe have some different things in mind, uh, all of us, depending on our context and our culture about living at home. Uh, one of the things that's interesting is our attitudes, uh, as Americans about living at home as young adults. Um, there's some, some, some ethnic, uh, racial, social background differences that we see okay. in general, white Americans are more likely to have a negative view of living at home. Whereas our Asian American brothers and sisters, Latino, uh, Hispanic and black families are more likely to have a positive attitude about it. So it sounds like there's a number of factors at play here. And 
uh, as far as, you know, whether or not you're more likely to move in uh, with your parents after graduation, it sounds like there's still a significant number of people who do that in those first like seven to 10 years or so after graduation, there's a good chance that you that you may for a time move back in with your parents for for a while. I know that I had a couple of different summers after graduation that I lived at home. You know, it's just for that span of the summer, but it was still like a kind of getting back on my feet sort of time and getting prepped for the next season. And um, uh, and I mean, my my brother lived with my parents for several years after graduation. And so and it's interesting that you say I'm so glad that you mentioned this, that, you know, our perspective on whether or not that's a positive thing or something that we're looking forward to or hopeful about might be different depending on our circumstances, our ethnic background uh, and and not just and and not to mention even, you know, the history that we might have with our family. Sure, uh, I imagine yeah. that there are people who are moving in that are like, this is not what I want and I'm not sure that this is even healthy, but I don't have any other recourse than to move in. And that is one of the things it, it may that point of discernment about whether you move home or not. Um, it may not feel like much of a choice uh, for for a lot of our, our our young alumni. Perhaps if your financial situation isn't isn't great, um, if yeah. you haven't found a job yet, um, uh, but that point of discernment as to whether it's a good thing for you to move home, whether that be into your actual home with your parents or uh, with one of your parents, um, maybe it's a situation of divorce and remarriage and their step siblings, mm. um, you have younger siblings. To, there's a lot to consider relationally yeah. uh, as you consider even just moving back to your hometown. Um, and, you know, it, it's probably a minority of our students, but there may be some of our alumni who, it's somewhere on the spectrum of toxic to move back home. Mm. And if it's combined with not feeling like there's much of a choice, that's where I, I perhaps would be concerned and, and really hope that our university network and the body of Christ at large can, can think about how do we provide the benefits of moving back home financially um, uh, to all students? Uh, that's something I'd love for us to think about uh, a little bit or just know, you know, name, name some of those real realities for some of, of our alumni making discernments about whether to, to move home. Yes, absolutely. I, I, I'm so glad that you bring that up because I, it's easy, you know, for, for me, it's just easy to jump right into a topic here and think like, well, let's talk about sort of the nuts and bolts of living with your parents or your the guardians that you had before graduation, whatever your circumstances might be. And for, for me to forget like, oh, yeah, but there's a lot that's <laughs> there's a lot that's going on emotionally, internally, relationally here of even just making the decision of whether or not this is the right move to make. And so I, I'm really glad that you bring those up. And so hopefully the conversation we have today will provide people with some tools that especially if they're stepping into something that could be, um, you know, as extreme as toxic, or if it's just, you know, I, I struggle to communicate well and set yes. expectations with my parents. And yeah. I don't know what to do in this unique, at least unique to me situation. Hopefully we'll give people a leg up as they, um, as they consider the possibility of stepping into this relationship. And, and I will say also, if you are somebody that's stepping into, um, 
a particularly challenging situation. We have an episode just a couple episodes back that's talking about it's talking about ending well on campus, but part of that is talking about maintaining some of like a, a healthy way of maintaining your campus relationships. And those may be really important people for you to bring with you um, into this place. So if you haven't listened to it and you are stepping into a challenging setup after graduation and this is the first time you're tuning in, then give that episode a listen. I'll make sure it's in the show notes that you can like have some steps for connecting well with your friends from back on campus and maybe they can be a real support system as you as you move forward. Um, but I mean, one of the things that comes to my mind uh, when I think about living at home before college to living at home after graduation is um, is house rules. You know, yeah. like how how do we what what what's the approach that we should take to house rules with our parents? Who's the boss? Like, <laughs> what what kind of insights do you have for us about kind of stepping into that part of the relationship? Well, yeah, that's great. Well, there's kind of two questions there, right? Uh, I bet we'll we'll travel both kind of the practical and then sort of the relational roles and your identity um, at the same time, right? Because who's in charge yeah. is a little more on the ladder. Um, you know, I think practically it, it's, I don't know where uh, any particular one of our alumni were in their journey of being a good roommate, but everybody was somewhere <laughs> on their journey of being a good roommate. Yes. And so I think it's, it, it's good to think about just continuing in that adulting journey of practicing relationship. Maybe you lived in Christian community, you could even integrate your faith a little bit more in that process of setting like house rules and uh, a covenant um, with your with your friends that you lived with. Um, but maybe this is just an opportunity to level up because the relationships mm. with the people that you're living with, uh, likely your parents, um, siblings, perhaps step siblings, perhaps, um, these are really important long-term relationships. And so I like to think of it as like practicing home economics, uh, over the long term mm. here. Um, and perhaps that'll give a little bit of motivation to level up in, uh, in, in setting those house rules, um, perhaps even initiating conversations like, yeah, you can initiate that conversation that you might have initiated or been part of in undergrad with your, your housemates. Um, um, I think parents would love to have you engage like, hey, can we set some house rules? Here's some things I've been thinking of. Um, uh, this, these are some things I'm concerned about and, and care a lot about as we're doing this. Um, what are you all really concerned? And so that's probably the starting point. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then there are other things like who's the final arbiter of any <laughs> particular issue. And, right. and I do think it, it is helpful to remember your relationship with any landlord that you've had. It could be the university mm. itself. Uh, maybe you moved out into an apartment. And in some things, your parents, um, uh, the people that own the home that you're living in or their name is on the lease and, that, you know, they have uh, some final say in some things and are the ultimate mm. decision makers on the same, some things and feel ultimate responsibility on some of those things. So I, I don't know that we want to be wooden about that analogy, especially with your parents. <laughs> yeah. There's some other dynamics, but it's a good place to start and thinking about uh, about house rules. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there, you can ask me some questions. Maybe there's some more particular house. Well, I will say that the research interestingly says that cleanliness is like the number one thing for like parents oh. and emerging adults as they're living as adults together. 
Um, and you can imagine it's, it's, it's got to evolve and be a bit different than when you were a kid in the house. Um, and you may have formed different habits uh, as you've had your own dwelling uh, as a college <laughs> yes. student and are moving back home. And so really getting into the details of cleanliness seems to be good advice. Many of those thoughts that you've brought up make me think of like – stepping into adult or peer relationships, like starting to, to move into some of that with your parents or even with your siblings. I had, I really had not even considered the fact that if you have siblings, they might still be at home too. And what does it look like to start relating to all of these families? Like you're always going to have this, hopefully you're always going to have some sense of a familial relationship, but you do also start moving into the, into places where you start identifying with your parents more as peers or more as, um, you know, if they're people that you look up to these people that, that are, um, oh gosh. Um, like wise counselors, uh, sort mentors. Of, uh. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. That they aren't, they, it won't always feel like the same parent child relationship, but more of a, a mentorship and a peer relationship in many ways yeah. and more of a peer relationship with your siblings. And yeah, I, I love that idea of, of com- being the one almost like supervising your supervisor. I, I've heard that <laughs> yeah. at work a number of times yeah. of just like, yeah, let me bring some things to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to initiate this conversation conversation to show that I care about this. And here's some things that are on my mind. I wonder what you're thinking about this. And let's just have open lines of communication from the beginning. And that feels like a great way to start setting the precedent of, 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 you know, communicating. I want to have a healthy relationship here ongoing and for us to be able to sort of continue defining what this relationship looks like. And I, I, I think it is a another opportunity to look to Jesus first and and Jesus is walking alongside every relationship you have and however far you got in that like other oriented thing that Jesus calls us to it's the and I don't care as much about this but the person I'm living with seems to really care about this I guess a, a way mm. of being compassionate and loving is to is to care more about this thing that they care about right and yes. so it is our discipleship journey and then the other thing I'd say is about roles is um, it's that it's that include and transcend principle mm. right your parent is always going to be your parent uh, but you are becoming something like friends hopefully right? Um, it's evolving. It doesn't mean that your mom can't have that place of running to her when you're afraid or, or, or need some love. And, 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 and that's, that's awesome. Include that. Um, and it's going to yes. evolve as well. Right. Um, and, and it's going to transcend into something different. Um, uh, and I, I think it's great to keep that include and transcend, uh, uh, in mind uh, pretty much in every category. Joe, you mentioned before you, you brought up like the ways that you've engaged with, um, with landlords or maybe with people, uh, that ran the dorms on campus, some of those kinds of things. And that brings up to me, like some of the other elements that come along with with just practical living at home, things like cost of living. I mean, what do you recommend for people moving back home when it comes to things like rent? Like, should you pay rent to your parent or to, to the person you're moving it? Like covering utilities, covering groceries, helping with making dinner and some of the like, because that can be kind of awkward. Now you're bringing money into the conversation and that yeah, we don't all have a great relationship yeah. around money with our family. So uh, and uh, so how would you encourage people toward 
engaging in those kinds of things when they're moving back in. Oh my gosh, John, so many thoughts here. Uh, it's a really important topic. That's why I love, I, I started talking about home economics. It's just a great term, uh, the economy of the home, right? And it's good to like, however you feel about your family um, and whatever your imagination is about them for the future, these are folks that that you're going to do home economics with for a long time. I mean, just think mm. out. I mean, your parents are probably thinking about their parents, right? Um, and you have all these siblings, maybe. Um, what is the household economy? Um, have your parents paid off their mortgage? Um, mm. Right? Like, did they take on uh, the majority of the burden for your college education or not? Right. Um, yeah. What is the reality for your parents right now? Um, you know, most parents these days, as even compared to when you and I were, were kids, um, there's been a trend for parents to take on more of, say, that college uh, financial burden. Uh, and so I think it's great to practice being curious um, and opening up conversations that depending on your, your family of origin and its culture, it may be harder. So I, I recognize that, uh, but being able to really ask the questions, what is the reality for our family economically right now? What is my yeah. reality? And being honest about that and bringing it to the table. Um, I would do, I do recommend that, that all of our alumni think about what they can do now. And even if it's mm. like, I'm, I'm basically broke, um, you can contribute <laughs> something like time is so valuable. So perhaps you can make meals for your family. So there's less eating out. Maybe you can, you know, make the mm. coffees in the morning. So mom doesn't go to Starbucks, like she's come to yeah. have the habit <laughs> of doing. Um, so there, I, I would recommend finding that that place you can start. Um, and then I've heard all kinds of great, I haven't gotten to this point in my own parenting, but, but there's lots of setups, even if your family's really doing fine their mortgage is close to paid off or for whatever reasons the your, your parents are maybe being overly generous i don't know um you there's I, i've heard of parents um charging a, a small amount of rent and then saving that money um so that at a point in the in the future that you know money saved up with interest uh can be used for a down payment and there's there's kind mm. of a spec and i also talk to families who are like i we have sacrificed so much to get you through college we have to start thinking about our own retirement and we if this right. is going to be the setup we really need you to to chip in to the max right so it, it, there really is a spectrum I think what Joe is really helping us do here up to this point is to examine our attitude and our heart as we step into this season of living at home again with parents. And there's one thing that he's said so far that really sets the scene for everything else we've covered this week and that we'll cover next week as well. And that's that this is an invitation really to continue leaning into that others-oriented posture that Jesus modeled and that we've learned so much from our time on campus with our university community. Jesus served. So what influence might it have if you centered your attitude on a similar posture when moving back home? How could that influence any conversation that you might have with your parents about establishing house rules and how you follow through on those rules as well, whether or not they're things that you're really excited to live into? How might it influence the way that you contribute to the household, whether that's financially or with your time? And how could it influence your attitude in general, especially if you're seeing this move as a last resort that you really don't want to do? 
Now, once again, I want to recognize that some of you might be stepping into an unhealthy, toxic, or even unsafe situation by moving back home, and so that might make the application of these things a little more challenging. Until you can find a healthy, long-term place, please stay safe. Lean into Jesus, lean into friends, and lean into other safe adults to help you navigate this time. That's just the first part of what Joe has for us. Please be sure to come back next week to catch the rest of his wisdom about living with parents after graduation. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you in the after, alumni. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today, alumni. If there was anything that you learned, really enjoyed, or that encouraged you from today's episode, would you send us a DM or tag us in a story? We'd love to hear about it. You can find us at After4Pod on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, take just a second to unlock your phone and subscribe to the podcast. If your platform lets you, leave us a rating and a review. And if you like what we're doing here, share us with your InterVarsity or other post-graduation friends. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you in the after, alumni.